Are you ready to listen to a podcast? podcast. Here comes the Playhouse Podcast. Thanks to Bradshaw and Brian Law Offices. Find, subscribe, and listen. So just super quick conversation right now. I heard an ad, not on any of our stations, but on my ride in. You know, you like to flip around, see yeah. what see what the quote competition is is doing. And I heard an ad for a law firm, and it said, if your teen is addicted to Instagram, have you heard this one? Mm-mm. And has developed an eating disorder, you are now eligible for the lawsuit against Instagram. So Instagram and Facebook knowingly continued with their product, and the whistleblower says, you know, they knew that their content was highly addictive to teens of a certain age and it did impact them in the sense that they developed eating disorders because everything you see on Instagram is fake and altered. And I'm like, this is a real lawsuit. It's not like it's, did you work at Camp Lejeune or did you work somewhere and you have mesothelioma? It's not like that. This is like, I'm not minimizing teen um, health issues or eating disorders or anything like that. I just think I, I I thought it was really weird. I prefer I'm not a lawyer by any means, but uh, the little pre-law that I was in, the angle was always you got to look at it from the side of the what is legal and illegal. So I think here to get to get a settlement, you're probably going to have to prove that at some point the people at Meta, Facebook, Instagram, whoever it was, had to have known that there was some kind of clinical addiction they were ignoring to push a product. Now, but they made it sound like your teen is addicted to Instagram because they love to look at the beautiful people on Instagram. I I don't know if I I don't know how a lawsuit could develop from that. Uh, again, I mean, to get could, to get money, you have to pl- prove some negligence, and that it's going to have to be Instagram confessing that they knew they were delivering an addic- an addictive, a clinically addictive product and then ignoring the consequences to yeah. be held liable. I think that's the way that's got to work. I don't know if I could. I, could I, bet you there, I bet you there is a line of lawyers 50 miles long ready to take this on. Number one, because it's going to take forever for this lawsuit to go through, so they're going to they're going to pile up a ton of hours. But then, on if this. you win, you if beat the, the giants. And if and the payout is monstrous, yeah. if they can prove that Instagram is feeding your daughter addictive content, mm-hmm. or your son, or you, like I didn't even I <sighs> when I heard it, I was like, this can't be real. Like, like playing the lottery, it's it's totally up to the parents to make sure that their kids are on the right path. And you notice you notice things about your kids. Is your child eating less? Can you do something about it? Do you have to get them help? Do you have to bring them to a specialist to say, listen, this stuff isn't real on Instagram. These people, and even if they are, if they have fantastic bodies and they're showing you their trip to Bora Bora, there's a disconnect between that. And reality. And reality. Yeah. So This one's tough. Isn't that, I, I, I wonder how many people go, mm, yep, this is my life. We also live in a, in a generation that it's always somebody else's fault. That's you know why I, I mean? don't know and if I could so, uh, do this because I feel like I would be looking at myself as a parent saying, I failed in the sense not. 
Instagram yeah, I think the people fault. that are going to sue Instagram don't look inward and go, I failed as a parent. Right. They go, it's your fault for influencing my child while I was at work, while I was sleeping, while I was paying attention to something else. Yeah. I know when there's something off about my kid. It's just all about, are you going to do something about it? So I, I don't know. I just thought it was I mean, an really, interesting ad. In the grand scheme of things, it would be the same as somebody suing us. For saying we influenced their daughter to do something and now it's our fault. I'm not trying to give you guys any ideas because, listen, go ahead and sue us. Yeah. Sue the dumbest people you know and see what happens. If you listen to our show today and you venture out into the woods with a glazed donut trying to catch Sasquatch and he That's on you, you, man. That's not on me. I'm not going to sleep less at night. Well, you will. You'd feel bad. But if you catch it on camera. Right. Then you're rich. This is the... uh, the moment you should cue up your oh wow face. Yes, it is definitely something that I had to ask permission if I could talk about because it's just so crazy to think about a mom even thinking about just leaving her whole life. And I think it is so selfish. It's my cousin. I will not say her name, but my aunt said, yeah, go ahead and talk about it because everybody is just wondering what's going on. Is this drug fueled? She's always been just like the perfect she, mom. She a pill popper? No. Like, I don't I don't think she's on any drugs. Like, her socials still look like she's with it. But she she's that mom that right when the baby is born, you do the newborn pics. Her body bounced back. She's doing, like, cookie bakes and stuff like that. She's always been a phenomenal mom. And I don't know what happened, if this has been a long time coming. But she literally just gave it all up four weeks ago. What do you mean by that? Like she has, she has two daughters. Now they're driving. So I think they're at the back end of high school, but she has left them. They now live with their dad here and she has left them to move out West to California. She Jed clamp it. No, she's going to go pursue. Like she's always been very musical. And, um, I just, I don't understand. I'm so trying I'm to get it. She's late thirties, early forties with two daughters in high school still. Yeah, she's thirty thirty nine. Thirty nine years old, leaves her family of three. Is this a breakdown? Should we be helping her? Should we like have you ever known somebody to do this? Have you ever thought about this? Leaving everything yeah, that like, I have right I'm now. I'm so stressed. I'm just going to leave it all right now. Only once a month. <laughs> and then I talk myself out of it. No, I'm just kidding. I can't imagine my life any different. I, w- I think it's going to be tough to find anyone else that's actually done this. I-, I think here's the deal. It's just uncharacteristic for a mother is what I'm saying. Like dads, I hate to say it, but you guys are known to do, not known to do wow. that, but it's it's, all, it's more so the male, don't you think? No. 95% of cases are men leaving their family. You you won't agree with me on that? That's I, okay, like if it's a, almost if it's a committed relationship, like, okay, no, I, I'm saying uh, she gets knocked up and the guy disappears. Yeah, the, like you have to be with the baby because you're pregnant with the baby. But I, in a marriage, I would... This would be interesting to find out exactly what this is. If you're in a marriage of, I mean, obviously 15 plus years. Yeah. Who would leave the family, the mother or the father? The mother would nine times out of 10 stay. But you think we had just because two weeks of- ago, we had a caller that said she was going to meet with her dad for the first time in 
15 years, he had left and started, remember that? A whole other family life, in like yeah. Kansas or something. It's like, how can you well, maybe you're right. leave your family unit and just give it all up? But I would be interested to see if anybody has, has been through this and if you can explain a little bit more to us. Because as we started talking about this, I was like, this is abnormal. Yeah. And I get everybody probably has a little bit of a midlife crisis, right? It can, it can swing from from everything from, hey, uh, I'm going to join a gym to I'm going to get Botox to I'm going to buy an exotic car or I'm going to travel. Whatever the deal is that, that you get worry that you're stuck in that midlife rut. What's the just what's a, the breaking point though, right? Yeah, I don't like, know. I mean, that's a big decision just to leave everybody and pursue your musical career in California. And to leave leave them when you really only have her youngest is just turned 16. So you have 2 years until they're out. Is this a is lot bad. really going to happen in that 2 years out in LA that's going to put you on on the Billboard Top 100? I don't think so. Cat's cousin 39-year-old, married mother of two, just left it all. We found out four weeks ago. They're still married. She hasn't, like, she didn't divorce him. But I just don't know why she would leave. Her Her daughter just turned 16, and she has one that is a senior in high school. So the back end of high school, you'll be free in, like, what, 800 days. You'll be able to... Do whatever you want. You'll be an empty nester. You and your husband sell your house, go out there. Nothing has ever pointed to her wanting to leave. She's always been just a kick butt mom. Not saying, confusing. Yeah, I'm not saying she doesn't love her daughters. I'm sure you still have mad love for your kids. But I also feel like you're very selfish for putting them through this traumatic situation. So basically she just left it all to try and be a... A music star? Yeah. I mean, they still have, what, prom is coming? Is prom coming yeah, up? When yeah. is prom and I'm happening? Sure, and I'm sure she's got a mortgage and a career. Now they live here family. with their dad. And we just are like, what is happening? Her mom said I could talk about it. And I'm like, right, I'm going to, because I don't know if anybody has ever really given it all up like that. Anna, hey, do you know someone that's just like left it all? Yeah, uh, she left her son when he was like seven or eight, and her daughter was just getting in to be a teenager. Um, She left them, all three of her kids, for um, another man while she was still married. While she was still married. Like, uh, is this in like a different time zone then, too? Like, it's that far away? Uh, It was the same time zone, uh, but I can't give too many details because... I don't want to get in too yeah. much trouble. I get <laughs> okay. it. So, so again, just to recap, and this is a friend or a family member, or just somebody you knew just with, and seemingly from the outside, this is kind of like the perfect all-American life, right? Yep. And left it all for another guy. T- tell me she met him on the internet, right? Yep. Yeah. God, don't, what is don't that? Don't you agree? Like, what is that? No, you know what is that good? You know, like there has to be more to it. Was the dude rich? No, like he was not. Like he owned a house, but that was about the extent of it. Like she just dropped everything. She brought two suitcases and she left. When you look at and this situation, would have you said her life was was not good? I wouldn't say it was terrible. I mean, there were points that it was bad because her daughter was a teenager. So, like the "I hate you, mom" was a thing. Yeah, but I mean, I've been through that three um, times now, and I didn't, you know. I'm sorry, I missed I missed the early part of this. She, is she still legally married or she was with somebody when she left? She 
yeah, she was legally married when she left, and after she had been with this guy for a few months, um, they got engaged, and she filed for divorce. But okay. um, the son and the daughter are both pretty messed up to this day yes. from it. I would yeah, assume so, and some... you never know what's going on behind closed doors. Could have been a nasty situation with her then husband that nobody knows about and she did this for her but you don't really leave your kids behind with somebody yeah, that that's some heavy abandonment issues that yeah. you're going to leave behind it, was it, do you feel at all and i know you don't want to give too many more details but do you feel at all this had anything to do with drugs um, not the mom, but the daughter got into it after her, like, mom left. Which, again, oh. is completely understandable. Like, I'm not I'm not condoning it, but I, I completely understand why you would turn to anything that would help you forget this. Yep. Yeah. Oh, that makes me feel and so like, sad. Yeah, like, to the day, like, the daughter literally, like, she um, gave up everything, even her kids, because of her mom. Oh. Oh, yeah, there's. No. I, I suppose we never even talked about that. There's a domino effect here because that's learned behavior, right? Are you yep. too far removed that you wouldn't be able to reach out to this daughter and help her a little bit as like a mom figure? Or is this, are you too uh, far away from? I, I'm a little bit further away than I used to be. I used to be really close to her. Um, but then like jail and drugs and all that other stuff separated us. I get it. That I makes sense. It. Hey, thanks for sharing. I appreciate you kind of keeping it at arm's length. I hope you have a good day. Thank you. Yeah. Hey, through all of this, Allie is set on hold. And what I'm getting is that you left this all. Can you tell us about it? Uh, for me, I moved here from California, and I, I left my then-husband, and I um, left my seven-year-old son with them. Your seven-year-old wow. biological son you left behind? I did, yeah. I just I felt like I had to do me. You know, I had to have some time Ooh. to myself. And now that you've had a little time to yourself, wow. do you regret this? No, because I had my son when I was really young. I was 14, and I love him dearly, and I do want a relationship with him someday, but... Like, there's a lot that I have to process and go through so that I can be a stronger person for myself and then hopefully him. So you had a child at 14, then later on down the line, you got married, and then you left. Is this, is the father of the child who you married? Yes, and he was 26, so I have a (gasps) lot to process. Whoa. Oh, my God. I get get this. For sure not judging, but, like, when do you think you're going to get around to, you know, processing this? I'm not trying to, you know, horseshoe you into a time frame or whatever, but, like, like you you don't understand that when you want to go back to this life, their life's going to be different. Well, I don't want to go back. I'm trying to get my life set up so I can get my son. All right, and you just gave it all up. So how did... I I don't know how I can even relate to leaving your child. I'm sorry. Like, I'm not trying to judge you, but at the same time, I don't know how any mom can just leave their child. Well, I, yeah, I mean, I was young. Like, I'm not a, I wasn't a good mom. And I also had a lot that I have to work through and I get it. I get a lot of judgment for doing this. I really do. But, um... You know, hopefully someday it can be in his life. Yeah. Hey, I appreciate the call and your honesty. I want to get one more text on the air here real quick. This is 6348 says, I can't call, but my stepsister did this. She met a man online, moved to upstate New York, left her three little kids with dad here. When her daughter was 17, she moved there too and ended up having an affair with her boy, that no boyfriend way. a few years later. No way. Yikes. That is crazy. No way. So, had an affair with her mom's boyfriend. Daughter's boyfriend. 
The mom had an affair with the daughter's boyfriend. When her daughter was 17, she moved there too and ended up having an affair with, oh, the boyfriend. Okay, got the it. The boyfriend of the daughter. Wow. All right. This is all craziness. Um, Andrew, I don't think you're correct. Andrew says women leave more often than men. Stats back it up. I said I need stats. He couldn't send me like a screenshot of stats because he's lying, but he says it's available. It's all available. <laughs> at, at least 70% of divorces are initiated by the women. Yeah, that's a, but the that's women stay with their, their kids. That's what I'm saying, Andrew. Women don't just leave their kids unless there's like something really, really wrong. And again, we're not specifically talking divorces here. We're talking, you just up and packed a bag and left. Yeah. I'm JJ Katz here as well. Your husband, Derek, told me that you guys are doing some indoor soccer this weekend. I am excited. Man, it's been forever. I think the last time I played was when, and it's really weird. I've told you this story. Like I have a brother who he and I look almost identical, except for I have long hair, obviously. And one day he was just like, listen, I'm out of here. When we were in high school, he's like, I'm out of here for a couple of weeks. I'm going to go and I'm going to do me. And I'm not going to school. And in this case, like my parents were doing, a, I think, a, just a social study where they sent me to public school and he was going to like this private school, like a boarding school almost. I've seen movies like this. It was very elite. Yeah. And so he had this uniform that he had to wear. And I was like, OK, I will just I don't want him to get in trouble. So I'm just going to be him. I went to the salon. I got my hair cut really short. Okay, that, hold on before you finish this. Oh. Hey, good morning, KCLD. Talking about the man. Oh my god, that was record timing. Wow, that well was done. amazing. What's your name? Sunny or Sunny. Sunny. When did it? When did it hit you that cat uh, would never do anything athletic? Playing soccer <laughs> or cut my hair <laughs> <laughs> or both. This is actually the first time that I've caught onto a movie. Usually, I'm like, "Wow, cat has an exotic life," <laughs> and then someone comes in and like, "What the hell? She was talking about a movie." You didn't wow. think that when I was on the Titanic, did you? You were like, "Wow, she was on the Titanic. That's incredible." Did she play baseball during the 1983 <laughs> World Series on the peaches? <laughs> I don't know if I heard those ones. But, like, when she was talking about being, like, a, a bridesmaid, I'm like, oh, my goodness. Wow. TikTok user officially Lil Wolf posted what happened after a DoorDash delivery driver delivered to her house, dropped off the food. Uh, her 15-year-old daughter took the food, by the way. And then driver Jared decided to drop a message that said, hey, Katarina, you got a boyfriend? She said, no, I'm 15. Oh, sorry. You were just too cute. I had to ask. This is a food delivery service, not Tinder for pedophile behavior. I also went on to let him know that I not only notified DoorDash of this really inappropriate message to my 15-year-old daughter, but I also contacted the local police. Did I go too far? I'm sorry. I don't think there is a too far when it comes to keeping your children safe. That might be true. That's a little um, nerve wracking if you have a 15-year-old that you ordered maybe dinner for while you're out and about. And then you have to worry about her opening the door for her food and then cut to something terrible. I happens, wonder if so. this happens a lot. I wonder if uh, if people that do food delivery service and you come up on a door yeah. and it looks like uh, maybe a single residence versus mm-hmm. that family residence. If people are like, you know, re-messaging them, hey, I noticed you only ordered food for one. Yeah. I, I didn't if, even know you could converse like that. I like wonder a little if that happens. Room. Okay. Uh, Dionne Forrest, now certified as the world's oldest female comedian at the age of 87. Uh, and she has set Guinness World Records. Uh, here's a little bit of her shtick. I'm Dionne, and I'm 88 years old. But I like to put it 
out there right away in case I don't make it through the show. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love the young people. Oh, except after the show, a lot of the young guys come up and they say the same thing. They say, Dion, you can be my grandmother. I said, but I'm not your grandmother. So if you kiss me, I expect a little tongue. JJ uh, <laughs> has no idea how to play this. I would love for him to like go up against Listen, somebody I don't for think, real. I never, but I never got to play this as a kid. Here's what would happen. How did you decide With things? Rochambeau. That is Rochambeau. No, you no, idiot. no, no. Rochambeau is kicking somebody in the. You never played because Ro- girls don't play real Rochambeau. Here's how we just de- like. Okay, let's say there's five of us and we're playing uh, baseball outside my parents' place, right? Or we're at the park, and here's what would happen. Hey, you're safe at first. No, Ty goes to the runner. What we do is we'd each step back and kick each other into the junk as hard as you can, and whoever's left standing wins that argument. It was never as easy as rock, paper, scissors. I'm from the streets. I never got to do this rock, paper, scissors crap. You're from Belle Plaine. Yeah. People in the streets only decide but things on, with rock, paper, scissors. North side. Of Belle Plaine. Right. Okay. So, listen. you don't real you rough. Don't, you don't know how easy you have it with your rock, paper, scissors stuff. <laughs> you ever been kicked in the nuts 15 times over a close play at second base? Can't say I have. Yeah. This one was from Sarah at the end of the show. We had no time to get to it. So, I said, Sarah, we'll do it at this time tomorrow. I assume she did speak to text to our texting line. Yeah, I'm going to read it. How... It was sent to us, okay? No punctuation. So we're just going to read it. Trying to get a hold of my friend Lindsay all day yesterday. I know she's okay because I texted with her mom that she lives with, so she won't talk to me because I left her at the bar. On Saturday, we were having fun, but she was drinking way more than me and wouldn't leave when I told her it was time. She called me a loser, so I left. Should I keep reaching out? Just a quick question for you guys. No, they were adults. They're adults, but it's also girl code you want to make sure that your friends get home. This reminded me of this guy that we used to hang with when I lived in Fargo and he would just ghost. He would just leave and yeah. walk down train tracks. I like that. like one of those nomad hobos, you know? And I'm like, you can't just leave. You got to give people the heads up. It's all right to just like wave on your way out, headed home, called an Uber. I got to go. I used to do that all the time from college parties. But, go, I mean, we'd show up with 10 guys, and I, w- I would just leave. Like, I was just like, I'm done. Yeah. Nobody ever checked up on me. There was nobody knocking on my dorm room door at, you know, 4 in the morning going, I want to make sure you got home okay. Sad. Yeah, no, I mean, <laughs> maybe that's my fault. But I don't, I mean, and I don't think I ever checked up on somebody. I wouldn't look around the party and be like, oh, you know, three guys and three girls go to a party. Yeah. I would have never been like, oh, we got to make sure she got home all right. I would have assumed that you did because you're a functioning adult. Well, Sarah, I think you're a really good friend. I do. The fact that you're trying to hunt her down to make sure she's not somewhere else that she shouldn't be. Um, but I wouldn't I wouldn't stress about it. This person will reach out and then when she does, I think you should ask for an apology. Um, that's oh, not a good friend thing to do. They're and they say things they don't mean. That happens you're all the time. You're such a loser. Of course not. She doesn't think you're a loser if you're their friends. I don't know. Maybe this is the time she finally had to tell you. And uh, don't take it so hard. Do you have a friend like this that maybe doesn't realize how big of a heart that you have? Because I feel like Sarah has such a big heart. And now she's trying to get a hold of Lindsay. So let's do this. Hey, we're going to go out and have a rating celebration. Yeah. You going to check up to make sure that Trish and I get home? 
Well, if you're not completely slot. Okay, so let's say we like, get let's say go. we get bombed and we take an Uber home. You're gonna make sure we got home okay. You're gonna call me the next no, morning or text me the next morning. Uber. I didn't leave you with a bunch of yeah. randos okay, so at a bar. You, you, you decide to leave. We're having a great time. We're doing shots at the bar because it's on the company. And you and Derek decide to leave. You leave at ten thirty. We're staying till two a.m. This you're dynamic gonna, is totally different than what call her. You're gonna call her, text the next day, making sure I got home okay. No, No, but if you left Trisha at the bar and I was like, Trisha, it's time to go. She's like, I have one more bottle of wine left. And I'm like, all right, well, I want to go. And then she's like, whatever, loser. If I left, I would probably text her the next day and be like, hey, did you get home? Okay. What's the deal? That's what good friends do. You know, those are friends. St. Joe doing a free community bingo for three straight weeks beginning February 15th. The city is going to be hosting the popular indoor game at the Government Center each session beginning at 6 p.m. Admission is free. Prizes are on the line. I'm not going because I don't like who I become. You know, bingo doesn't bring out the best in me. And And the fact that I can recognize that you don't add booze. You're at the Government Center. It's a family event. You can't bring your own? No. No. Big game. Yeah, it's a big game. It's a big game. This is a big, important game. I love football. Touchdown! Here we go. Scottsdale, Arizona Sea Lion has predicted the winner of this year's <laughs> Super Bowl. Who do you think Magoo, eight-year-old Sea Lion, chose? The Eagles. The Eagles is correct. Yeah. Went up and uh, swam to the Eagles logo, and everyone's like, oh, my God, this thing's phenomenal. And that's who's going to win. That's the best part is, like, it's named after a blind guy. A yeah. blind cartoon, you know but what I mean? You know what? If the Eagles do win, everyone's going to flock to see Magoo yeah. and give their money to the zoo, and that's going to be How many be times good. have you said that in your life? Magoo. Everyone's going to come flock to see Magoo. <laughs> uh, see it at the big game. Fox has sold all of their Super Bowl ads. A 30-second commercial is $7 million. I remember in high school, I'm like, they're making them pay a million dollars for a 30-second commercial, and now inflation. And uh, speaking of inflation, if you're picking up some tortilla chips, that is the number one item. That is up in sales 22% more than what you'll pay from last year. All right, so the Indiana Senate passed a bill that would legalize throwing stars under certain conditions. Why did all this start? actually came from a constituent who owns a putt-putt golf course called Ninja Golf. Nearly everyone that I spoke with said, hey, look, if we can throw axes, we can certainly throw throwing stars. I think that's legitimate. <laughs> Why? What? No, so open, many questions. Go to these uh, axe throwing places. Open three of these lanes for throwing stars. <laughs> Super fun. Starting a new pre-workout. I'm very, very excited about that. Okay. Those are the little wins I get in my life. I got a brand new pre-workout. Well, look what I got for breakfast. I got a Quest bar. Quest bar. What kind is that? Uh, this like is cookies? the cookie dough. Yeah, I like which that one. Is, and I like the birthday cake one. But I went to the gas station to get this. And I had to walk outside and see if there was a full moon. People were acting crazy this morning inside the gas station, like coughing without covering their mouth. Multiple men, I would say about five, mm. coughing all over. There was one little guy that was like, um, kind of looked like Steve Buscemi, you know, and he was almost running around each aisle. So I don't know if he was uh, in a hurry. It's a meth thing. There was another guy that was deaf and he was trying to converse with. A coworker of his, and the coworker was like, "This, I don't understand you." And I was like, "Don't be rude. The guy's deaf. He's trying his hardest to communicate with you." And it was just like, it was weird. I had to get out of there. 
I didn't win the Powerball last night, by the way. Oh, you didn't? Did you buy tickets? I kind of figured because you're here. Yeah. I, uh, um, I, I didn't. The way I do it now is I buy $20 worth of tickets yeah. and I leave them on our center island. So when I come downstairs in the morning, it reminds me, oh, hey, check the numbers. So I, I had the text written out. I won the Powerball. I'm not coming in. And I was ready to text everybody. Oh, nice. And then I started looking at the numbers. So it's when's a, the next one? Is uh, it Saturday? I don't know. And did anybody it, win? Yeah, did we Saturday. know? Did anybody win last night? Did anybody get the big one? Quiet. You're going like a mile a minute. Are you on? Well, I'm just speed? curious if I'm going to win on uh, Wednesday. We didn't get a winner. So you're, okay, so it's, you're is, in luck. Or is it Friday? When is the next It's call? Wednesday and Saturday. Why was it Monday then? Monday, Wednesday, Saturday. Oh, there's three times. Yeah. Oh, that's why those jackpots. Mega Millions are Tuesday and Friday. All right. Well, I won't be here Thursday, though. Okay. Uh, what I did not, and I failed to tell you this morning, I didn't. Listen, <laughs> we, I don't know how to set this up right. I, we'll never do the show looking for sympathy. No matter what happens in our lives, we share our lives with you. And I'm never going to do the show looking for sympathy or ask for your, you know, your empathy or anything like that. But today is an anniversary. It's a 25th anniversary for me. Uh, uh, not here at the radio station, out of marriage. Uh, 25 years ago, I broke up with my cross-eyed girlfriend. She was seeing other guys on the side. So. <laughs> <laughs> Too soon. Too soon. You're familiar with ChatGTP. Have you used it yet? No, I haven't. I have no need to. It's I did scary. talk to Liam about it. It's because very. I know a lot of teachers at schools are very nervous because it just makes it so easy. Where kids get tripped up is that they're using it and then they just don't like read through and prep themselves because you could actually learn something about what it writes for you. Beyond the school application, it's pretty fun when you're just looking for information. And so what I did this morning is I punched in, write a romantic Valentine's Day poem about Kat from KCLD. Okay. This is what, it, I swear, it took less than 30 seconds. That's really long. For it to, it has choruses. You can't read the whole thing. That's too long. That's he, crazy. Here is, this is the poem that ChatGTP pumped out for Kat for Valentine's Day. Okay. In a small town in Minnesota... There's a voice that makes my day. It's the sound of Cat on KCLD. It brightens up my way. Uh-huh. She speaks of love and music with a smile in every word, and her laughter is contagious, like a song that's always heard. <laughs> that was bad. So here's the chorus, right? So that was verse one. The chorus is, okay. Cat from KCLD, you're the beat of my heart. Every time I hear your voice, I fall in love again from the start. With your kindness and your laughter, you light up my days. Cat from KCLD, you're the love that finds its way. Beautiful. Verse number two. Okay. She knows just what to play to lift me up when I'm down. Her voice is like a warm embrace yep. when I'm feeling lost and found. She's a ray of sunshine in a world that's sometimes gray. What? I'm so grateful to hear her every day. Where are they getting this information from? This is there another KCLD? pumped out in less than 30 seconds. Again, it hits the verse again. She knows just what blah, blah, blah. Number three, verse number three. Oh, by the way, there's a bridge. So it goes, it's written like a song. Verse one, chorus. Verse two, chorus. Then a bridge to get you into the last outro. Okay. And when I'm feeling lonely, I just turn on the radio. Her voice takes me away to a place that I can glow. She's my inspiration, my reason to believe that love can be found in the simplest of things. The outro now. Sing it. So here's a love song to the girl on the radio with a voice that's always shining like a beacon in the snow. Cat from KCLD, you're the beat of my heart. 
And I'm so grateful to be a part of your art. And then again, the chorus would hit, Cat from KCLD, you're the beat of my heart. Every time I hear your voice, I fall in love again from the start. With your kindness and your laughter, you light up my days. Cat from KCLD, you're the love that finds its way. Are you sure you didn't write this? (laughs) 30 seconds. 30 seconds. We should put that to beat. It is not only accurate. The wording is if you're not familiar with chat phenomenally GTP, correct th- again this all i did was plug in write a poem for cat from kcld for valentine's day yeah and in 30 seconds that's what it pumped out is that amazing or what it doesn't know me too well but i'll go with it it's not bad for a sappy little love poem i thought it was cool less than 30 seconds it came up with this amazing ditty for our friend bigfoot wandering through the forest i heard a rustling sound my heart began to flutter I couldn't believe what I found. There he stood, a legend in flesh and fur and grace, with eyes that sparkled bright. I knew I'd found my place. That's the first one. Here's the chorus, by the way. Oh, Bigfoot, you're the one that I've been searching for with your gentle giant heart. I could love you evermore. From the mountains to the rivers, you roam wild and free. But with you by my side, I feel complete and carefree. Verse number two. Your footprints lead me on through the thick and the thin. With you, I feel safe, my heart and soul within. Your laughter echoes loud through the trees and sky. Together we'll wander as the stars go rolling by. They say you're just a myth, but I know what I see. A love that's strong and true between you and me. So let's run wild and free. Hand in hand we'll roam. Our love for each other will forever be known. So here's my love song to the one and only you. Bigfoot, my heart belongs forever. I'll be true. That is lovely. My brother's texting. Is JJ saying Valentine's? No. Yes, he does that leading Listen, up until Valentine's to drive everybody know. freaking crazy. It's awful. <laughs> you feel <laughs> to me like you're close to the edge right now. Do you know what Bigfoot's? favorite treat is and if you want to catch a glimpse of him you put this on a log do you know what it is no cat what is bigfoot's favorite treat just in a glazed donut he goes crazy for glazed donuts and we shouldn't say he because there are a lot of well there has to be lady bigfoots out there right there has to be lady bigfoots if they yeah that's not even a joke no it's true so i had this all queued up (laughs) Because I thought you were going to give me a Bigfoot joke, no, and you're just talking true. glazed donut out of pure experience. Yeah. Haven't you watched the show Catching Bigfoot? Listen, I waste a lot of time on a lot of stupid things in my life, but I won't watch a show about people wandering around the forest. Cat- Do they ever catch one? They catch glimpses on mm, camera. Right, we're done. Tanner, you you know what next Tuesday is, right? Uh, no. February 14th. You know what that is, right? Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day, yeah. No. my birthday. Say that again. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. This Thursday is also my birthday. Oh, my gosh. Well, hey, happy early birthday, and then it'll segue right into Valentine's Day. Do you have somebody special for Valentine's Day that you'll be, you know, issuing a Valentine to? I do, but I haven't really got gotten the nerve to talk to her yet. Oh my god, Dish, what is it about her that is so awesome? Is she cute or funny or both? 
Both. All right. That's all right. a good combo. Well, is she smart? Does she have her own stuff going on? That's what I tell my son. <laughs> like, they have to have their own stuff going on. They can't be texting you like, Tiana, why don't you ever text me? What's more important than me? You know? I don't, I don't know about that. Okay, well, Tanner, the other thing you got to look into are is is her family wealthy? I mean, like, if not, then move on. You know what I mean? Like, if her mom and dad got a lot of money, worth pursuing. If not, a lot of other girls at school. Don't be shallow. I, I'm, I'm not gonna be a gold digger. Okay, there you go. Well, listen, hey, the world needs gold diggers too. Uh, it, it helps even out everything because there's a lot of good people out there. So there's no logic to what he's saying, Tanner. Tanner, listen, I'm married for money. And uh, luckily, it worked out for me. So I'm telling you, it can work out that way. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. I can feel his mom in the background going right now. Like that's enough talking to the radio idiots. You so, can do it. Have a good Valentine's Day. Get yeah. up the nerve and let us know how it goes. Okay. Okay. Thanks. We're gonna talk about your all-time biggest backfires here this morning, and I'll tell you why. Uh, I know somebody in our hockey community who is single for better part of a decade now. Uh, our kids had skated together, and he and his wife split up, and he is now currently entertaining a much younger, and I would say, how do you say this the right way? She's very, very concerned with her appearance okay. type of, of lady, mm-hmm. and she is going to be out of town for Valentine's Day. So recently... He decided it was his job to do something really romantic. He got the house in the settlement. Very big house. Very nice neighborhood. He decides, you know what she's going to love? I'm going to give the effort of doing this flambe thing. Now, have you ever done this personally? Where I had Lit your dish on fire. No. Mm -mm. Scares me. I'm not good with the fire. I love a good flambe. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what's a little, what's a lot when it comes to... You just want to get it caramelized so when you tap on it with your spoon, it makes a tap-tap sound. Okay. Yeah. Well, he almost burned the house down. Mm. Parts of his kitchen started on fire. They have to do a complete kitchen gut and remodel. So she's just coming in to the house as all the smoke alarms are going off. Yeah. And he's, fire, uh, what do you call it, the uh, the extinguisher, getting yeah. all of it done. So about a 20% char on his kitchen. And I'm like, dude, talk about your all-time backfires. He's like, I know, I had this big romantic night planned out, going to do the flambe. Flowers were on the bed already and everything like that. Champagne chilling. He has got a good to, friend like you to point out the obvious. Got to none of it, <laughs> yeah. right? And so I thought this would be kind of fun, right on the heels of Valentine's Day. How, what was your biggest life backfire cat do you know okay so i got the job this first radio job morning show in fargo okay and i remember i had just signed the deal sent it back to him and that night my mom said let's go out and celebrate let's go to joe's crab shack and so i remember sitting there and i had i don't know what was going through my mind but there was going to be it was going to be two guys and then myself And so I wrote the other guy and I said, hey, so excited to work with you. Can't wait to meet you next week. Okay. I thought it was in just super innocent email. And word is he wasn't told by the other host that I had been hired. He thought he was going to be in on the hiring process. You know, when someone feels slighted. Right. And then the girl that was leaving who now works 
at a very popular country radio station down in the cities. Um, she was like, what? I've been replaced. And this guy was her ex-fiance. And it was just like a big, it didn't even have to happen. But it was such a backfire in my face. I thought I was doing this you're really nice even, thing. You're not even in the building and people hate you. I haven't even packed. I haven't even packed my stuff yet. And I remember getting this call from my new boss and he's like, man, I don't know if I can go through with this. Like my heart dropped. I'm out to a celebratory dinner to celebrate this job. And I get this call and he's like, why did you do that? I was like, I just wanted to introduce myself and say, you know, I'm excited to work with you and we're going to have fun. And and then turns out this guy was a rat. Talk about your all time backfires. Yeah. So I was like, dang, never going to jump the gun again. Going to keep things kind of close to the vest. And yeah, these are the kind of stories I'm looking for. Do you got one you can share with us real quick? You basically had one of the all-time biggest backfires. I got time to take your calls next. The Playhouse Podcast is made possible thanks to Bradshaw and Brian Law Offices. Catch the live show weekdays from 5.30 to 9 on 104.7 KCLD. Now, share this with a friend.